0: of community. Tea. Um nine like fine wine. My name's Sarah or SB the Bams if you got it. And yeah, we're back for another episode. Um so I'm trying to work out whether I want to let my guest introduce himself first or I want to go straight into the first part of the um podcast the first part of the episode cuz there's a reason why but you know, what? I let my guest introduce himself first.
1: Yo, yeah, what's up everybody? My name is Mr. B from the Hangouts and Hangovers <laughs> yeah, podcast from back in the building. back in the building.
0: So actually, if you have ever listened to an episode of Hangouts and Hangovers, I, I have to say Mr. B is probably one of the main reasons I... Got the courage to start my podcast because I was on a few of the hangups. And because the- you're like,
1: if he can do it, I can <laughs> definitely.
0: <laughs> no, it was because do you remember the conversation we had about um, I think it was the first time I went on, and then you were basically being like provocateur and you're asking me these questions about well, you're saying, you know, all men are trash, or you're saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, what's the real one? And I was like, oh, snap, I don't actually. Can I articulate what a real one is? And that's why I was like, oh, I need to find out a bit more about, you know, I guess guys at first. And then it evolved into what community is, just talking about dating in general from a guy's perspective and soon to be from a, a lady's perspective. So, so yeah, that's where it came from. That's all part of the reason why I am... Um, started the podcast so now
1: i'm on the community d podcast now
0: you're on the community d podcast um so you know awesome
1: man i'm look i'm really proud that you actually started this and you're doing this and i think you're doing a fantastic job really pleased to be here really you know keen to get into this conversation yeah this This is gonna be i'm
0: really looking forward to this episode actually um you know what before i kind of do a further introduction to mr b um, we're actually going to do the first part of the pod so that is build your boo
1: Build
0: your boot. Build your boot. So the way build your boot works is very, very simple. You have a minute. And in that minute, you basically need to describe your perfect boo. So um, if God was listening to you right now, <laughs> what so would... So basically
1: I have to describe your sister. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I was going to say afterwards. But yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Um, Mr. V is also my brother-in-law. Um, so he's married to my sister um and yeah well I, you know i'm not going to specify yeah oops you'll describe but you know i just know that um mrs b listens to the pod as well Uh-oh. so so it's up to you um i would say if you have a celebrity in mind like i would do with all the other guests then um you know you can talk about celebrities that you admire perhaps um and yeah we'll go from there so are you ready yes okay your time starts (laughs) now
1: right so if i could build my own boo the first thing that you have to know is the celebrity that i will pick is nia long in what's that movie that she was in with uh, martin lawrence Family what's it? What's it what's, what's the Big Mama's house? Really? Was, was it Nia Long? It was Nia Long. She was fire in that movie. So that's the physical. But you know, my wife knows that I may live up for Nia Long if I see her in real life. But <laughs> <laughs> the same as <laughs> she may leave me for whiz Kid, but I'm burning <laughs> to my time. Um, um <laughs> Did you say,
0: Carry on carry on,
1: carry on. But I think after. I think build my boo. Look, what I'm looking for is I think what's the most important physical attributes is it's superficial. Nobody cares about that. I think um, what I like is someone that I can have a deep emotional connection with, left. a deep emotional bond. Someone that is emotionally mature, someone that is not scared of being vulnerable, someone that shares the same kind of morals and principles as I do. Someone that is ambitious, someone that is has a good head on their shoulders, someone that is um, beautiful on the inside and the out. Kill yeah. it.
0: Killed it, yeah, yeah. All right. So,
1: first of all, you put out one quick, quick revelation in the
0: midst of that, that. Whisked. Sis,
1: your sister can leave me for whiskey. I think whiskey. Your sister is Wh- obsessed.
0: Whiskeyed, whiskey boy, make me dance. Whisked.
1: If you don't know this about your sister, just call out tonight and just sing a whisk sing any whiskey song. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no! I'm screaming.
1: Your sister, the two, the two men that I know that if. Um, your sister comes across and we're together. Then you know things might. Go- <laughs> <doesn't> your be- <laughs> nephew and myself might be out on the what? streets. The first one is whiskey. The second one is Reggie Yates. No, <laughs> so I know. Two, so so guys. to be fair,
0: I know with Reggie Yates, yeah. like that one has been teenage uh, love love <laughs> handler. But to be fair, I she met him recently, and I I just yeah, yeah it's like Reggie. Reggie's in his own little box so, so, I don't
1: know So she went to this event And you know She came and She was like Yeah you know So I was at this event And I got a photo of Reggie Yates And it was okay I was like wait You got a photo of Reggie She like Yeah I did It <laughs> <laughs> <That> was awesome <laughs> So, so like, that, that
0: fake modesty. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. the, the thing is though. I don't know. Did she ever tell you about like her th- her theory basically with Reggie Yates is going to punch me up when she is. <laughs> right,
1: so I the- haven't heard this. So, so this her is good.
0: her theory her theory of Reggie Yates is that basically when she was fifteen. This is my sister's, like, romantic <laughs> claim to fame. Okay. When she was 15, um, she must have been in Peckham. And um, Reggie Yates, like, she was, had her umbrella on. Maybe she was coming back from school, I think. And then Reggie Yates was, like, walking through Peckham. And then he must have gone under her umbrella and said something like, hey, I want to get to know you.
1: (laughs) Did this really happen? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) it actually happened, but I don't think she quite realized who he was. And Uh, at the time he was on like kids TV, but he was, I remember because it was Reggie and Dev um, and they had like, they were on kids TV, but. It wasn't anything major. She was just like, uh, no. And yeah. then she kind of walks off, right? And then,
1: <laughs> the one that got away. Yeah.
0: And then <laughs> it's like, well, a couple of years later, Reggie's now blowing up hosting Chocolate Pops and mm. he's just gone from strength to strength. But nah, I don't feel like. Whiz Kid, I'm not even going to touch yeah. that because that one is wild. Oh, Wiz,
1: it's wild now, is he?
0: Wizkid Kid is like. Nah, like, but they come on. You're you're definitely
1: like Wizkid. Wizkid so is, I, I don't I don't keep informed about their personal lives. I know yeah. that Wizkid makes really nice music, beautiful music, and she likes his flavor of music. Yeah, but you know, I also know that he he has is it two children, three children?
0: I think he's got three now. So I think, so, yeah,
1: he's got three. He's got three. Yeah, yeah. So I think that maybe that would prevent. <laughs> the also,
0: is the fact that he's just a scrawny somebody like. Whiskey is just. If Whiskey's a child. Like he's a. Ch- he's still a child in mentality. Mm. Like is what? He's, I feel like he's a child in mentality, and he's so
1: just. There's a, there's a theory about that. That people that become celebrities when they're young. Yeah. That is the age that they stop their actual growth. Because yeah, I can see if that. you become really popular or really yeah. well known, then yeah. and people are trying to give you stuff all the time, then you're. Um, impression of the world and how it actually works becomes a bit warped.
0: Yeah, no, I can agree yeah. with that. And I feel like, like for me, I always say that because like, I feel like David, I know there's like the whole kind of whiskey, kid David O, you know, who do you like? And I mm-hmm. think Burner's now been thrown into the mix. But I feel like at least with David O and Burner, they've kind of just stayed true to who they are. Like, mm-hmm. I can't say that from because I used to listen to both of them, well all three of them from when they first started. So when Afrobeats was just a twinkle in yeah. the British uh, music world's eye, um, I'd listen to all of them. And they've all like O is still the Raz guy that he started off with mm-hmm. when he released um Damiduro. And Berner's always been like he's always been confident and you know, had that belief in himself for that yeah. I can make music that means something that just does something for you know, me for the people who listen to it. Whilst Wiz, I feel like, you know, not to take away from his accolades, not to take away from mm-hmm. who he is as um, as a musician because he's made some amazing music. But I just feel like he's tried to, I don't know, he almost, he almost has tried to fit into all sorts of um, types of, of cultures alongside, you know, trying to wave the Afrobeat flag. And now, and only now, he's starting mm-hmm. to just be like, yeah, I am who I am And this is what I'm going to be like I I, um, I, just
1: I don't think your sister's going to like that review <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> just like, I, I hear what you say. saying I don't I, think I, a lot of people like that review I think Wizkid and, and Davido are pop artists And, you know, I actually think davido sounds more pop than whiskey does yeah I think definitely you can hear a, a bit more of the afrobeat influence and in, in whiskey's material yeah. um i think i think burner boy is the most authentic of the three
0: yeah definitely definitely um,
1: but you know they're all great artists in their own right and they have they've yeah. done amazing things and my wife has eyes for one of the three so <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you have it
0: we all gonna get that guap
1: <laughs> um
0: but um so just to go back on your build, boot. Uh, build your boo, uh, I'm glad the trend has still continued in that. What's the trend? Um, so the trend has been on the pod so far that everyone has completely foregone um, uh, athletics. If they had that minute to describe, they've yeah. gone athletics and they've looked more towards that character and that personality. So I'm really happy that trend continues with you. And I feel like... I did say initially, or I did say kind of before one of the other pods that it, I felt like it was because they were over 30. But actually, I've had guests from, you know, mm-hmm. 26 and they've still said the same, had that same mentality. So I think it's just about your experience and understanding actually what really counts and what, what sits, like what, uh ling- can't get my words out, mm-hmm. uh, what longevity looks like in yeah. in a partner. So, You know,
1: um, yeah. I also think it's hard to describe people's physical attributes. Like you start talking about, oh, you're gonna say Um, five foot seven, fair skin, but fair like this, but not fair like this. um,
0: No, I feel like you know, you can you can be shallow. I I feel like it is actually very.
1: You have ten seconds to build your be shallow. (laughs) So be
0: be shallow. Oof okay. I wanted to have um eight strong seven muscles Six, beautiful five, lips beautiful eyes mustache four, dark skin tall three, um two, good hands
1: one you just described the porn star <laughs> <laughs> or oh, a serial killer strong back mustache wow <laughs> beautiful hands <laughs> uh-uh. but not to keep me
0: no i, I mean i do you know though i get it though because it's just like just a mustache
1: a not a no beard
0: no did I... I said beard right
1: he did said, i say he Mustache. He mustache.
0: oh no 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 i meant beard oh. that's the 10 seconds threw me off no 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 beard but i get it because fair, it, enough, fair like, enough like you
1: can be superficial you made a point
0: yeah but i feel like actually you've also made a point in that if you describe someone with physical attributes without any sort of character behind them then you don't really it could be anyone like you said it could be a porn star that looks really really good I mean that's part of what the industry I'm assuming is looking for Um, or it could be a serial killer because you know some people have actually that reminds me of like one guy who many 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 years ago was a serial um, killer he wasn't a serial killer but <laughs> you know when someone's crazy and you're like you're too good looking to be this crazy like this guy was I remember he was in oh, no such thing no, the there is. The prettiest people do the ugliest the thing. things. Ah, Kanye. Um, no, I honestly, I just couldn't understand why. He was just, he was like very neurotic and very like, you know, when someone's trying to get a hold on you from like the jump. So they're trying to talk to you, but mm-hmm. then they're like, I, can't remember, I think we went to like, oh, who was it? It was someone's listening party. Mm-hmm. And I remember the director, Cezanne, was there. Because I loved him. I used to love like all his musical direction. Yeah. Um and the guy was there, right? And it like I think we'd met like once before, but he'd never really shown me interest. And all of a sudden he was like, Oh, actually, I really like you, you know, um, stay with me all night. And I'm just like, Whoa. Uh, but I I don't really know and I'm here with my friends. So I'm oh, like, So yeah. he's like trying to like hold on to my hand and like get me to stay with him. So I'm like, oh, I really need to go to the bathroom. So I run to the bathroom now. That is a um, scary. Actually. It was and then like I remember. Um, finding my friends, and then I think he found when he was like, "Oh, um, you left me." You know, he goes, uh, "I know." Oh, he says something like, "Something crazy like I know you got um, loads of you've you got loads of attention, but I ain't a fan." And then what? He, yeah, and then he like hugs me. He tries to hug me, and he's like, you know it's just because I'm interested in you. So I just want to like make sure that I'm not wasting my time." And it's so funny because at the time and
1: you hadn't been on the date with him. No, we hadn't, hadn't done, done
0: anything, done, right? Yeah. But this guy was like very good-looking guy, and I think yeah. I can't remember if I'd already given him my number. Or I gave him. I can't remember, but anyway, I remember him trying to like talk to me. But he was going along the same path, mm-hmm. and he was wanting me to constantly prove to him that I was interested and I really liked him, and I had to show it in in a way that was. All about you know giving attention and answering yeah. every message within ten seconds of him reply, like messaging me. Yeah. So yeah, ugly, like Pretty people can be very very ugly yeah. within.
1: <laughs> like yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's funny you say that because I'm I've recently been reading a lot of materials on narcissism and yeah. what that means and how it's manifest. Yeah. And it's very very interesting um, in that. Um, so narcissistic men are. They have, you know, they cover up their lack of self esteem in yeah. inside by being grandiose on the outside, yes. and by projecting some sort of image, yeah. T- yeah, um, to make up for what they are or what they're trying to cover. So, um, they may be really good looking, have a nice job, match all the you know specs, and they yeah. actually try to project that. But deep down, there's a lot of insecurity. insecurity. Uh, um and so when he's trying to manipulate your time in a in that kind of manner coming on too strong yeah it's him is basically him trying to manipulate because he what he's trying to get from that is that if you think i'm cool or if you if you like me then that means i'm still that that must validate the fact that i am still the shit because deep down i don't feel like (laughs) i'm the shit so it's 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 kind of deep and i'm i guess i'm still kind of in the early Phases of learning about what narcissism is, yeah. but there's been I've there's been so many kind of revelations like that when I see, in fact, it, narcissism is like a spectrum. So there, there've been phases in my life where I was doing certain things, and I was like, mm, that's what I, that's that's what, what I was doing, yeah. and, and th- that's a narcissistic trait, and that's what I was projecting because I felt this kind of way, blah 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 blah. Um, but you need to do the emotional work. And it doesn't, there's, like you said, you can be good looking mm. and be that. And you can be good looking and have toxic yeah. traits. Like there's nothing that says precludes you from being um, um, self-fulfilled or self-actualized or have yeah. good self-esteem or not. It's like, you need to do the work to get there.
0: So I have a question for the ladies because this is actually, it's so interesting that you said that, especially because um, like I... And actually, I say I, but actually a few of my friends, a few people that I know have kind of had, I imagine, experiences to that extent, but not quite realized it in a time that they haven't been able to pull away, if that makes sense. So, you know, they've dealt with guys who were essentially of that character, very narcissistic, very kind of, um, like a strong lack of self-confidence, but essentially they've managed to still draw women in like, how would you say you could potentially recognize that from yeah, the
1: onset? So, so so that's the good question. So the first thing that the, um, the the author that I'm reading said that you look out for is someone that comes on too strong mm. too quickly. That is the number one <laughs> sign. And the reason is, and it, it makes perfect sense. Like if I don't know you from Adam, right? And um, it takes time to get to know someone. Yeah. So if I come, if on the second date, first date, I'm saying... I love you. I want to be with you. You know, you're beautiful. And I always wanted to, like, I don't want to talk to it. Like similar to what that guy was saying at the party. Yeah, A normal human being won't say that because, because I don't know enough about you in order for me to be able to say that I love everything about you Mm -hmm. and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. So that is the kind of like the number one red flag for you to say, if someone is coming on strong and they, you have it takes it does take time to build to know someone. It yeah. does take time to understand their characters. It does take time to um discover the similarities you have. Yeah. And a normal for a normal person, that attraction will build. Yeah. Over time. It won't be zero to a hundred on date number two. Yeah. Um. And 100%. Then, yeah. And then and then what ends up happening is that once they know they've got you, once they once they feel like, you know, they they'll they, they be the guy that does everything, takes you out on the dates, mm. buys you the flowers, are calling ah! you Calling you at night, leaving you cute text messages in the morning, and then when you're fully bought in and you're fully <laughs> in and you feel, feel like, wow, this guy is amazing, and then they sense that you you finally believe that hype about them, yeah, then they start to pull away yeah. because they're like, I got her.
0: Do you know and, what? And then, and
1: then they're no longer getting that high of of, 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 the, du- chase of and, the chase of the chase of the dual personality. But it's so in interesting
0: them. because I feel. It, I say it's interesting. It's, it's sad because I feel there is a very thin line between someone who is just basically not pulling any punches and just shows a level of interest and in people who are doing it for the chase. Because, you know, what, um, based on what you said, I've definitely dealt with narcissistic guys before, yeah. you know, who have put all the work in, really tried to kind of get something popping and then pulled away. Um, but, you know... In the same manner I could I could say at the time, I just felt like they were the ones who were active. And I appreciate a man who is active, but I, you know, I you know, in saying active that I do sense. that's what I'm saying, active in the sense that they do um they are taking that opportunity to um Just, I guess, say what they want. So it's like, for example, if they, if I meet a guy, um, you know, they message me they say, oh, let's go on a date. Um, they take me out. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you know, for me, I don't like guys who come on too strong. We were having this conversation. I think it was episode six. We had this conversation. And I said, if you're saying to me, "Oh my gosh, you look amazing," or if you say to me, "Oh, I just love your personality. I love yeah. everything about you," and I'm like, I've never had a conversation with you in my life. Right? And maybe you've messaged me via DM. You don't know me, so yeah. what you're saying to me is very redundant. Right? Um, so I'm I'm very cautious of that. But then you know, if a guy is active and is trying to get to know me where is the line between the guy is active and he's getting to know me and he actually is a narcissist in the you know he's a narcissist that is just waiting to show his full self to me
1: yeah i i think look um in the discovery phase and getting to know people right that obviously the kind of people that you want to go out with are the people that state what they want ahead of time yeah like, nobody wants to be with the nice guy that thinks that if I hang around you long enough and I'm cool with you and I'm your friend, even though I want to be with you, but I don't say anything, eventually something will happen and you end up in my arms because yeah. I deserve you because I'm nice to you. Nah,
0: that never works. That never works. That never works. You obviously
1: want to be with someone that is forthright about their intentions, forthright about what what they want with you.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, I think in the, it's in the discovery phase and getting to know someone and going to dates with with people. I mean, there's, there's scenarios where... Um, it could go either way, you know. It's I, w- I want to say it's a 50-50 chance, but it's probably higher than that because they've already kind of asked you out on a date and you said yes. So that, that means that there must be some level of interest initially. Um, so it could go either way. Like it could, it's not it's not to say that any guy that you go on a date with and um, um and is asking questions or and things kind of fizzle out after the fact. It's not to say that that is a narcissistic situation right um that doesn't necessarily have to be the case it could also could very well be that um things just didn't work out or he was he didn't really you know once he got to see what's under the covers he didn't really like what he saw that much or and it's the same way that you can go on a date with two, a guy for two or three days and be like hmm i don't really like what i'm seeing i guess the narcissism point is that a well-adjusted human being would want to know
0: more about a person. More about they start someone to, before they
1: start saying, "I love you," "I want to be with you," I, you know, I, you know, you're the love of my life, blah 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 blah. And people that tend to have that kind of um, approach initially, yeah. they just in general, they tend to be very very manipulative people, and they're trying to manipulate your emotions to elicit some sort of reaction from you.
0: Yeah, and I think that makes perfect sense because I feel, I know for me, I can can, I can want to control situations and almost have every eventuality so I can make an informed decision. But, you know, life isn't like that and people aren't, they're not predictable to that end yeah. where, you know, sometimes, like you said, it is the case of sometimes it just didn't work yeah. out and that's the case. But, yeah. I, you know, very I think that's such a valid point around, being able to identify because that's such a big red flag and, and the emotional impact that it can have
1: yeah
0: on a person because it again it works both ways women can be narcissists too yeah um, is definitely is um it's very very um you know it's very impactful and it, it can have very long lasting effects so maybe oh you're you're good yeah uh, but may i never find another narcissist or maybe i'll be able to <laughs> identify a narcissist when
1: i come across them yeah i mean i i think the key is to have a strong sense of what i think you want or what, mm. what like what, what what are you trying to get in a relationship and what are the kind of things that you think that you deserve in a relationship yeah and that is no trivial question no um it's important to know what kind of, for instance, what's what's the level of emotional development, or emotional growth that I want in a partner? Is it someone that is on my level, someone that's slightly below me because I don't mind doing some more of that work? You know, and when I say emotional growth, it's important because a lot of guys are not equipped to have emotional conversations.
0: Oh, why? I, I
1: def because we're not brought up that way. We're brought up in a system that tells us that we need to be these. Match macho providers but we and, need to and,
0: break down those walls because it's, it's it's so it's so sorry to interrupt but it's just yeah. so difficult to you know be I, I, I can again i'll speak for myself yeah but it's so difficult to be emotive and have to pull help somebody else pull down those walls, right. walls so they can i do not even say match my energy but be able to be emotive in their own way yeah it's like.
1: Have you ever been in this situation where you know something is not right with someone that you've seen or you're dating, yeah. whatever? And you're like, let's talk about this. Something's obviously going wrong. Yeah. What's going on? What's yeah. going on? And then the more you ask, the more they kind of feel. You feel like they're pulling back and they're withdrawing, <laughs> and eventually they're like they're stonewalling you, and then you get frustrated. You're yeah. like, like why are you treating me like this? Like blah blah. Yeah, and then you yeah. may blow up, and then they then blow up again at you, and then it, it starts a vicious cycle.
0: Yep. Yeah, was, that,
1: that, that is a very familiar pattern. It's a pattern that I used to have. It's a pattern I used to live because I didn't understand two things. Number one, how to, first of all, take in what I was feeling emotionally. Yeah. I didn't understand because I never had to do that. I was never made to sit in my emotions and think about while I was feeling uncomfortable. Mm. My own reaction was just to bottle it in, just... Let's push yeah, it down there. Let's, dude. Put let's put get these feelings away from me. I'm trying to feel this. So that's the first thing. And then number two, to have someone call me out on my emotional inadequacies, that was very uncomfortable to deal with. Yeah. And, you know, if someone, if the person they are dealing with is doing it in a very um, confrontational manner. Yeah. That can be for me, it was a very scary thing to deal with. Yeah, no. If like you're I not. I used to feel literally, I'll feel butterflies in my stomach because this person is telling me what their feelings and they're demanding to hear my feelings and i know that my feel fi- so in my mind my own thought process is how do i say this in a, in a way to um to quell the situation to douse the fire mm. like how do i prevent this flame from growing bigger
0: yeah
1: that's what was going on in my head not what are you feeling like how do, how, how are you hurt communicate mm. that it's not about trying to contain it. It's about trying to figure out where the broken fences and trying to mend those fences were. And it, it takes time to be able to get to that level oh, of, you know, to, to do that emotional work. And it's, it's it's work that I'm still I'm still I'm still very much on the journey. Yeah. But I say that to say it's very important to know what kind of attributes. I think those are even when you're talking about building a boo. Those are actually a lot more important because. If you don't have the capacity to do the emotional baggage for two people and then you start having children, three, four. As if, a as, as a as, as a woman. As a woman. As a yeah. a woman in the household. If you don't Oof. have that capacity or that strength, then maybe you shouldn't be talking to that traditional Niger guy that, that 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 matches all the specs. Wow. That has the beard, that has the, you know, it, it looks it looks nice on paper. Yeah. He has the job, but cannot emote because he, he doesn't have the capacity to connect emotionally with you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's such a strong statement, especially for you know, there's this whole culture of oh, you're bad demons and I think Yeah. It, it it I don't i'm being honest, I believe it to an extent, but actually that's the, that's a very, very valid point, but a a point to really ponder on as well because yeah. I wouldn't even say it's just Nigerian men, for example. I would say, you know, I would go across the continent. I'd say, you know, definitely within the African um, community, Mm -hmm. you're right. I agree with you that, you know, emotions are not one to be spoken about from like a traditional African household. But especially if you want to keep your children within, you know, the African community, are you willing as a woman to, Take on that emotional baggage with them and help them through that process because yeah. it is a long process.
1: Yeah, Ooh. it's it's a bit sad to you think about it. Like yeah. I've been doing a lot of reflecting on this, and, and I've had conversations with like some of my friends that grew up the same way as as I did, and I suspect this for your listeners will be something similar. Like in my household, growing up, my mom did the emotional back the emotional work. Yeah. Anything kids related um somebody is hurt hurt upset yeah (laughs) it's my mom my dad was not involved
0: yeah
1: um to a guy that sets a a particular kind of precedent of course right so when i was when i went to the u.s and i remember the first girlfriend i ever had uh, i think i was 19 at the time my own impression of what it meant to be a man was to be stoic and mm. to be strong and yeah to always have a solution always fix it and yeah you don't emote you don't show weakness mm. that's what i thought you meant to be a man and i was dating this girl and all she wanted for me was to have assurance that do you actually like me you're yeah. like why Why do you why do you want to be with why me why do you want to be with me and i which I, is common yeah yeah and i, I even in my marriage it <laughs> in a while my wife is like What's going on? You don't yeah. appreciate me enough. And then, yeah. and then we have to do that. But, you know, and even sometimes I feel like I'm underappreciated. It's a human trait, right? Yeah. And, you know, she, all she wanted me to say was like, oh, of course, you know, of course I like you because yeah. you're beautiful and you're smart and always yeah. whatever my 19-year-old self would have said at the time. Yeah. But I was so in my head about, mm, But
0: my dad doesn't do this. And number this- one.
1: Number two. And I'm like, I fundamentally felt like I was giving away power if I said to her, <sighs> And if that's I, it. If I said to her what I was feeling, mm, like I was throwing away my power. that's such a power
0: struggle. And it's still, it's right. it's the case now.
1: Yeah. Th- and, and I, you know, she was asking me this and I just kind of like played it off, laughed it off or whatever. Mm. And obviously that didn't end up in a real <laughs> decision. <laughs> you know, she ended up leaving, which I don't blame her. Mm. But, you know, it takes... It takes a while for you to, number one, recognize as a guy that, what are the examples that have been set forward for me? And mm. wh- why do I believe what I believe? Believe in, right. and really
0: question that as well. Right.
1: But bear in mind that not every woman eh, has this same kind of uh, emotional requirements. As some women that that's grew true. up in a household like I did. Yeah. And, and so
0: then they're, they they're fine. That's, yeah.
1: To them, that is the norm and they're okay with that. So, so when I say... What do you really want in a partner? If
0: you it's, want that emotional yeah. communication, yeah. then be conscious of that. Yeah. The fact that you may need to deal with emotional baggage as well. And that's yeah. that's very, that is a, you know, that's because, a very true point.
1: Because I think what I'm starting to realize, what I'm saying, I'm still very early in this journey, but I want yeah. to realize that if you really want intimacy with a person, yeah, like you need to foster, it can't be, there's no intimacy where there is, a power struggle. There's no intimacy mm. where there's an imbalance. You have to meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um That's, you know, I, I feel like I needed that word, especially because in
0: a, in a society, and I mean a global society where power struggle is the main feeder for conversations, for, for you know, the building of relationships, for mm-hmm. who likes who more, who's bringing who more to the table. Like, right it's so difficult to, it's not so difficult, but it's difficult at times to remember that you, like you said, you need to foster the attributes and the, your wants. You can't just yeah. say, I want this. I want that emotional communication. I want a guy who's not trying to fight me to show who likes you more. Yeah. You've got to actually like encourage that behavior from your partner. Cause you know, it, no one's going to be perfect. You're no, I know for a fact that of no course. one that you meet um, as much as they may tick a, a number of boxes Is going to be perfect As yeah. you are getting to know them You'll find there are things That maybe you don't know If you could deal with And you have to think about Well A Can I accept this
1: mm-hmm.
0: As it is Not even necessarily Can I accept this If he changes that That and that And B You know I I can accept it But actually in an ideal world Maybe something else, maybe there is compromise right. and build an a environment where that compromise can be yeah. made. So, like you said, meeting in the middle. So, yeah, a lot of thought there. Wow, yeah. that's very, um, i definitely say that's my most thoughtful, thoughtful build-a-boo. Um, it's left me with a lot of things to actually <laughs> consider in terms of, you know, when I'm looking at my, I mean, Right now is kind of like When
1: <laughs> you're looking at your next boot
0: When I'm looking at my next boot um, Consider the
1: boot built
0: Yeah <laughs> Consider the boot really built actually And I'm like oh, Maybe I need to just sh- check a few things But yeah. going on talking about emotion We'll move on to the main part of the episode today mm-hmm. So we are here to talk about music Music makes you lose control Let's go It's Okay, right, I could really sing for ages. So basically, right, <laughs> right. Um, first things first, you are or were or are still? I think you never lose it. You are a musician.
1: I think so, you know, I think so. I, just, yeah. uh, I was back in the studio on Saturday. Oh, or, nice. Or was it Friday? One of these days, trying to dust out the cobwebs and spits and bars. Yeah. He went relatively okay considering
0: yeah well at least it's i mean so yeah. you went under the guise of Yesy
1: yes
0: which stood for Caviar c yes and i remember that because i actually still have your CDs. so you boom yeah you. Stupid. it's been it's been 2010 it's been
1: nine it's been nine years nine yeah years. that is crazy it's it, one, one album and done but the fact you've released an album <laughs> like that's insane so i mean
0: yeah. What I would, So the first question I have to ask is, yeah. um, and I know this is a question that I think a lot of people, especially who love music, could answer in their own way. What, how, okay, what does music mean to you? Mm-hmm. And do you use music and in what way, if you do, yeah. to express your emotions? So, you know, we talk about... Um, I call it music therapy and yeah. I know from my from my perspective, I use music a lot to express how I feel because sometimes I struggle with the words yeah. to be able to express what I'm feeling in that time and you know, the musical um interludes and makings of many, many artists have been able to do it for me. So mm-hmm. what does music mean to you and you know, how do you use music success and how do yeah. you use it?
1: Yeah, I think look, I think music is a universal language and it's one of those few things a few things that um you can hear a melody or i think the three things that i can think of off the top of my head yeah you can hear really good music and you can connect to it yeah you can eat really good food and you can be like, mm, like connect to this or you can play sports or like football globally yeah. nobody speaks the same language you can see an athlete doing something or pushing themselves beyond the boundaries of yeah. human existence and be like wow i can connect with um, this endeavor that they're pushing through so music is one of those rare things that fits in that category of universal language yeah and personally for me like you uh, music was a, a means of expressing feelings that i couldn't articulate as we spoke about i yeah. really struggled <laughs> with my feelings so um, in secondary school, was a lot of R&B music. There was a lot of Boyz II Men going on, a lot of 112 going on. Oh, wow. I may or may not have sang to my high school sweetheart. <laughs> no, you have to Be, say. No, 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 no. Let's not break the mics here today. <laughs> Let's not break the mics. Um, so there was a lot of that. And so the, the, uh, you know, how I actually got into rapping, which is what I do now, is is going to sound very cliche and very ridiculous. But I was in the U.S. for university, and um, my cousins and I went to watch Eight Mile with Eminem. Yeah, and you know, just watching them do the freestyle battles, and you know, him putting together the, you know, the Lose Yourself. You know, his arms are sweaty, knees, yeah. re- arms are belly, arms are sweating, arms are getting. So, so that whole thing, I remember getting home. That I'm like, he really blew my head. Bear in mind, when I was in secondary school, uh, I used to write. All sorts of really, really bad poetry. Yeah. <laughs> mostly because I was trying to impress girls I was talking to at the time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I write poetry. So I know how to put, I know how to rhyme words together. Yeah. I know, I know water and daughter maybe rhyme, you know, you know, fine and wine. You know, <laughs> oh my- let's stop it. So I started writing um stuff just to try to put things together. Yeah. And I just kept doing it. I kept doing it. I did a few freestyle battles that ended in in disaster. As, you, oh. uh,
0: as in like, were you battling people? Oh, dude. let me tell
1: you a quick story this is so this is so cringe bear in mind i I first moved from nigeria to the u.s at the time so my accent was was not as smooth you are doing lagos las vegas was not as smooth as (laughs) as as what you what you're hearing now which is not even that smooth anyway so it was a freestyle battle and you know i'd I'd written the lyrics i was going to spit so it wasn't really freestyle i I thought i was ready but i never ever ever um, performed in front of an audience a crowd before so me and the guy the guy came up dressed in his hip-hop gear proper you know southern black dude like guy was ready to go was amped they gave him the mic guy went guy finished me (laughs) guy killed me the crowd was going crazy (laughs) so i'm like yeah all right it's my turn i have to come correct so they passed me the mic i'm like all right let's go so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start with the best bar that I have written down. No. So I, bl- 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 I dropped the bar. I can't remember what it was. Like, let's say I, I drank the bottle of water and then I saw the daughter Aww. I looked around the crowd, crickets. <laughs> so I'm like, yo. I'm yo, yo. I couldn't remember anything else that I <laughs> Blank. Aww, so here I am trying man. to freestyle. I can't even rant the words. <laughs> I am shrinking into myself with every passing second. This guy that was freestyle battling me came to me snatched my mic and just started rapping over me and the crowd went yo <laughs> yo oh, the guy B. rapped over my own section oh, you know what i did after i finished oh. i just turned it out <laughs> i just walked yeah, off the I stage i just, got in my car mean, yeah. and I drove, straight, <laughs> I drove straight home. so it wasn't a good introduction to my 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 rapping career but you know, but i kept at it and I did it mostly because it was I was in university, it was a fun thing to do. I really enjoyed rap and yeah. I actually was discovering it for the first time. I spent all my secondary school doing RB music. So rap was like discovering all these guys that can put all these words together and tell all these vivid stories. Yeah. Like listening to guys like Jay-Z, Nas, Big mm. Pond. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. You know, so I started kind of writing and I kept at it. Um eventually I got to a point where I felt like I was comfortable enough to use it to start expressing how I was feeling. And I I think that's where I'm kind of at now is that I can use music as a means to kind of articulate things that may be difficult for me to say, Mm -hmm. to otherwise say, or at least write the words down. The hardest thing is always to write the words down. Yeah. You know, so I write like 30 words and maybe five of those actually make it to the song. But in the process of writing those words, I've clarified what I'm thinking. It's like, yeah. And so I use, I definitely use music for that. And I also use music because it's fun. I just like the artistic expression. I like the challenge of being creative. You yeah,
0: know? no, definitely. I quite enjoy it. Um, and I, I think you kind of touched on something there, which I wanted to ask you about, which was, um, you know, you use music as a way to articulate how you feel. And, and some people are able to do that in terms of, you know, writing their own music. But I think a lot of people use artists that they have so you know you look at drake you look yeah. at future you look at you know jasmine sullivan you look at um am trying to think summer walker yeah. um i think her name's snow allegra i don't know if i've said it correctly um who are your kind of new wave artists who are very very um open yeah. about kind of showing their emotions or <laughs> in varying forms because i'm thinking of future here he's just <laughs> king of the toxics yeah um How much do you think music should be used to communicate? Because if you think about the language that's being used, you know, some, a lot of musicians will write music to express how they feel as well. So I guess, you know, people can relate to that. But some of that music might be, you know, using the example of like Rick Ross. So when Rick Ross came out- yep. When he first came out, he you know everyone he released. Oh, I can't remember what song. Oh wait, I was going to say I'm a boss, but that's not him. That's Me- Meek Mill. Um, I'm trying to think. What was Rick Ross's
1: first song? Uh, Hustler. Was it Hustler? Uh, it was a. Uh, no, that's that's Jay Z. Yeah. Uh, uh, it Was Was it Wasn't Blowing Money Fast? That was the next one. It was. Yeah, uh, it wasn't Blowing was, Money Fast because that it was. Uh, there was
0: one we had before that, but let, let's even go with Blowing Money Fast, yeah. right? And he was like, I. I think I'm big minch,
1: <laughs> <Land Rover. laughs> Do You
0: know what's, what? Yeah, what's wrong with that? No, 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 no. So it's not so. I mean, the song is dope. Like I still can uh, bump to that song now. Reminds me of my time when I used to go to Kukuba. Yeah, um, but no, like because it was when he first came out. Obviously, he came across as like you know I'm this boss. I'm about that kind of, you know, move that dope life. And then it turns out he was a correctional (laughs) officer, right? Right. Um, And he got a lot of shit from that because it was essentially you're chatting about a life that you actually don't really know much of. In fact, you worked on the opposite side of the law and you yeah. were putting people who were doing what you claim you rapped or you rapped about, yeah. you put them away. So, or you kind of looked after them and made sure that they weren't getting out anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, the question is like, what, how much of the music, I guess, that we listen to should we use to communicate? Um, or how much should it, influence us i guess maybe when we yeah. speak about um you know let's let's put the focus on relationships but i guess you can talk you can think about it from a wider yeah. perspective how much does that how much should we use music to communicate
1: um that is a, that's a really good question I, I think on the i think maybe i think what you're touching on there is the authenticity of the material that is being presented yeah does that take away from what is being communicated if I am I understanding that correctly
0: yeah I I think yes to an extent because essentially or let's you know let's use another example um future I guess in future's instance it's not so
1: much (laughs) it's misogynist yeah it's
0: exactly so it's like should we be should that be the music that is influencing us, and it should be? Yeah. Should that be the music that we use to then communicate yeah. our views to the world? Is is that what we should be? You know, is future yeah. really your king? Is that what you? Sh- is that what we should be hailing? Or you yeah. know, city, I, I, let's use City Girls example, you know, as well. Yeah, from I hear a female you. perspective.
1: I hear you. The way I look at the musicians is the same way I look at actors. Like the 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 what they are doing is they are entertaining you by presenting you with an alternative reality mm. that you can or you may or may not connect to depending on whatever situation you're in yeah so someone like um what's the guy the iron man actor's name i forget oh robert downey jr robert downey jr is yeah. iron man but in real life he's not really iron man he's not wearing iron suits he's not a billionaire genius guy you but know? It's, that's you know such a mean? good
0: example because to be fair he's just as badass as iron man like i love robert johnny jr i don't feel like iron man could ever have been played by anybody else
1: no he's the perfect is the perfect person to play iron man yeah the same way as future is the perfect person to play a toxic rap person but does it mean and and, but that but what what he expresses is Mm. absolutely needed because it fulfills a need that men have you understand it's not is a toxic need but Mm. men want to feel like if i got enough resources or if I got enough money, then I'll have access to as many bad bitches as I yeah. can get my hands mm. on. And that is a very real need. A lot of men that are never into rap music have that need. I just need to get enough money. Then I can find my trophy wife and I'll be good. But then do, do, you know you, don't mean? you
0: feel like that builds up this, again, going back to kind of identifying but, 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 some of yeah, the issues. I, I in, hear what you're saying. Yeah, I hear yeah. where you're
1: going with this. I think that. I think we we're looking at the the symptom the symptom and not the the actual root cause. The okay. root cause is that this is how society thinks. Mm. Society needs to believe that you know you're talking about city girls. You know society needs to believe that you know uh, I need to be twerking on the summer and I need to you know get some guy to pay my bills and yeah. you know I need to get you know or you know the, the, the music caters to a need that people have because if it didn't then it won't connect with people if it wasn't authentic if people didn't feel like this is something i'm feeling right now you okay know? if you, if you don't if you haven't heart, and if you've never had your heart broken you won't yeah. feel Adele like you, feel no. a heart, you're Adele, yeah, you know yeah that's very mean? true yeah like so people have that need to be to feel like mm, I just, i'm just in the club i just want to i just want to you know i want to i want to but
0: then but then uh, so i i agree with what you're saying and i yeah. get it so the root the root of it is that essentially this is in the world anyway all yeah. these magicians all these musicians are doing is amplifying it correct um but then doesn't it become like a cycle because essentially if you are amplifying yeah a need or rather a, a behavior
1: yeah
0: without appreciating that that behavior has probably come from you know that the root of that behavior has come from quite a a negative place in some instances. Yeah. Sometimes some boys just want to be a bad bitch because yeah. they never they weren't bad bitches and they just need to feel like they belong. Right. Right. But sometimes people want to be a bad bitch because maybe they've had their heart broken or yeah, maybe yeah. they've gone through something quite traumatic in their life. And mm-hmm. you know it's just building on the behaviors that they have developed from when they were younger. Don't right. you feel like? i guess i mean you can't solve the world yeah, but
1: it, it, I, I, I hear what you're saying does it become an echo chamber does it become a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah you know it's already in the world and you make music to amplify it and then people listen to the music and say hmm this is what other people are doing so therefore yeah this is what i'm gonna thing, do exactly blah, blah. um look i think the, the the same way you can go to a movie and watch people shoot people in the movie and you come out and you know go out and shoot mm. people it's the same way that i think people should consume music do does everybody consume it that way not no. really, but they put a nice little parental advisory stamp on the front of the front cover <laughs> of the CD to see say, you know, yeah, beware, of what, Lyrics be, be, beware, yeah, beware of what you're consuming, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I I, I do think that I never think the, the 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 solution to me is never to silence the art or to to say to make a judgment as to what what is good art and what is bad art. You know what I mean? That is the job of the consumers of the art.
0: Yeah. So you can't.
1: Um, so you you can't really you can't really say, you know, for you you're well adjusted. You, you know, you think this is toxic, but a lot of other people they just think this is a nice little beat. This beat is fire, and I'm in the club and I want to twerk to it. But then you're twerking
0: and then you yeah. start you go on bloody what's this thing called um, the shebaara and you're yeah. just there. People are just yeah. writing all sorts of is.
1: Yeah, and some people just want to go to Afro punk in Ghana and Afro punk in mm. whatever and just have a great time. Like for them, it's not really about. They're not listening that deep yeah. to what the lyrics are saying. And They're just true. Like, this one two or three bars in the yeah. song to, to, to say along and they don't want to dance. Like and, and I you think, know I mean? you
0: know what, to be fair, that is fair enough because I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna come yeah. here and be like, no, I don't and listen to like yeah. you know, music that's gonna sometimes I will put on no lie and yeah. I'll be like, yeah. The thing is that like the the essence of what he's saying, it's mm. not I'm not listening to lyrics. It's actually just the look. I put you on and mm-hmm. I can take you out as well. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I guess sometimes you do need that. But, you know, I, I think you made the, the the point that you said around just because you hear it doesn't mean you have to be it. Yeah. It's a decision by every single yeah. listener that. Um,
1: but don't get me wrong. I also think that the music that these guys are making is absolutely amazing. It's very very difficult for you to so okay. You know how hard it is to to to, to tune into the essence of an emotion.
0: So uh, all right, that
1: shit is hard as fuck. So <laughs> I feel like you know what right. I, mean?
0: I don't know how much I agree with because for me I'm an '80s baby. I was listening yeah. to um i think it was bobby brown every little step right yeah and the introduction of that it's it's when he goes, do, it goes it goes and then there's a point when he like just before he starts singing he goes ow yeah and i'm just like honestly it's like my <laughs> neck just starts doing percolation, it just starts doing up and yeah. down like yeah. and i always say that the first 57 seconds and i'm so specific with it of yeah. i'm coming out by diana ross yeah spurred an absolute plethora, an absolute mm-hmm. huge amount of samples. And, yeah. you know, everyone Everyone thinks of May Money More Problems. Yeah. It's not even, that for, is not the P for me. The P for me is I'm Coming Up by Diana Ross. Because yeah. if that wasn't made, if it wasn't as epic as it was, yeah. then you wouldn't have May Money More Problems. You wouldn't be uh, as big a hit as it is mm-hmm. without that sample. Um, so for me, 80s... Like 90s, I guess, 70s, 80s, 90s, and maybe kind of the first half of the noughties. Yeah. It works for me. But, you know, you said that artists now are yeah. making, like, who would you say is making really good music now and why?
1: Ooh, ways to put me on the spot. I, I really, really, really love Cezar's music. And I think when we're talking about tapping into the essence of feeling and an emotion, mm. what she did with that album, CTRL, I thought was an amazing representation of the angst that you feel as a young adult dating, mm. living in the in the margins, in the gray areas, not sure about where the situation is going. The is it a relationship? Is it a situation? Mm. You know, um, is it messy? Is it and the way to be able to contextualize that and put it together that way? I just thought that was a brilliant, brilliant album. Reminds me a lot of what Lauryn Hill did with Miss Education of Lauryn Hill. Um, well, in the rap world, I I do think Rick Ross is, making, is still making good music. I think Rick Ross is making really good music. Um, The last really good rap album I listened to was what? I can't even remember.
0: It's been a long... I'm not a massive fan of rap yeah, music now. Although having said that, I feel like the British are killing it at the moment. Have you listened to Wretches? I haven't listened to it in full, but I've... Uh-oh.
1: I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I've been trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know. V. i I'm working my way through it. I'm working my way through it. I mean, Stormzy was, Stormzy was really good for Yeah, me.
0: actually, you know what? Yeah. Um, Gun, Gun Signs and Prayers yeah. was a wicked album. I think, yeah. what was I listened to recently? Um, oh, Velvet.
1: Yeah.
0: Absolutely love the yeah. fact that, and I feel like he has just, I just feel like what he's done for British culture alongside yeah. him being an artist. Actually, what was the one? So, Velvet was one I was to, which I really liked. But he, the one he... I think it was like... I can't remember what it's called, like, Wiley's something. I can't remember what the mm-hmm. song's called now. Mm-hmm. But it's the most recent one he's, he um, released. Mm-hmm. And he, the video, he did it in, like, one take. Mm-hmm. And it was um, kind of just after the whole scandal between, like, Maya Jammer and... Right. Um, What's
1: that scandal about? Did, I never really... Oh,
0: so basically, apparently, Stormzy cheated on um, Maya Jammer with Georgia Smith and so in retaliation smith.
1: let me look up real quick. so
0: georgia smith is the one that drake was into the one that was from like birmingham mm-hmm. and everyone loves her like to be honest i've seen some really disgusting tweets about i would eat georgia smith's shit um just i would not i would sit in the toilet just to eat georgia smith's shit that like is, absolute disgusting yeah it's really really bad um, she's a musician. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's like a um. I, th- I want to say she's Grammy nominated, but maybe not. She's definitely like one. I think she's won a Brit. She was like the Brit, right? Um, Critics' Choice or whatever it's called. Right. Um, and um, she's been nominated for a Mercury Music Prize as well. Very, very like.
1: Are these rumors or is it substantiated? Did, um, did really so.
0: I think for the most part it is rumours. No one's like come out, but there's been a lot of in their camp. Yeah, this is what's happened. Mm-hmm. This is what's, you know, what's going on. And then like Maya Jammer, to be fair, she's a TV presenter in her own right, but she's just basically been all about it. Like she's mm-hmm. been coming up, showing up and showing out. Um, and then she did a, uh, I think she did like an um, advert with... Um, uh, Anthony Joshua, who mm-hmm. is sponsored by Lucas, and I think maybe she interviewed him or she did something, and apparently it was because they had a thing, and it was in retaliation. But then Anthony Joshua is linked with Copy, which I'm personally disgusted by. But that's I not... love
1: Copy. Copy. Mm-hmm. She is so entertaining. I think she she's she mm-hmm. she makes fun of herself and she's in on the joke, so I like that.
0: My problem with Kathy is just simply, I feel, I do think she laughs at herself, but I do feel like she does more than she needs to just in the name of being relevant and being present. And I feel it doesn't lend to the same authenticity you get from real artists i do, i personally oh, i don't see
1: her not as a musician <laughs> yeah. I, like her, I like her personality and i like
0: i'm, I'm not i'm not even a fan I, of her personality i like a, sorry, i like
1: her content so i don't really know her i like her content and i like that she like i really i like people that can laugh at themselves you know and i and i like that about her
0: i get it but like you know so for me someone who i think laughs at themselves but they're still 100 is one asin one asin um do you know One i have no idea. What that so is, I'm so one A C E N is he's um he's a British artist. Yeah. He um him and Hardy Caprio have basically released like you know fuck where you hurt I have been out here living my best life. Yeah. You must have heard that song. Yeah, yeah, I have. So um they released quite a few songs actually, but One A C E N he is a definition of someone who laughs at himself. Um, laughs at himself. How do you
1: spell One A C E N?
0: Uh, one is in oh, the number one. Yeah, and then A C E N.
1: Ah, oh, sorry. Keep going.
0: But yeah, One Nation, He like if you look at Copy and the way you say like she laughs at herself, and you look at One Nation the way he laughs at himself, it's like it's different. Very different. Like One Nation he's got banter. Yeah, Copy doesn't have banter. Like that's my problem with her. Like her banter is not. She's not bantering and like, you know what I mean? It's it's natural. She's yeah. trying to have that banter. Fair enough, fair
1: enough. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying
0: it's not for me no definitely but um
1: yeah but it,
0: i would say artist wise who's good for me right now probably stormzy um
1: i've been listening to a lot of
0: um shaka really love him as well what was that shaka shaka i don't
1: know i know who that is
0: he's another british artist but he's very old he's very like left but he may i think because he's also a producer, he's yeah. made some really amazing, like music. He doesn't. He did a lot of covers as well when he first started his career. So I followed him from then.
1: Yeah,
0: I think he's a great re- music. I would. I would probably say I'm a bit more inclined to British music now yeah. than I am in terms of artists than I probably am. I've just I've
1: Americans. Just, I've just pulled up my um, Spotify because I wanted to. Sorry, let me yeah. Speaking to the mics on the echo. Put up my Spotify because I wanted to see what I've listened to recently. Um, Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. Amazing yeah. ha- album. I keep going back to it. Great for the gym. Um, XXX Extension.
0: Oh. Um, yeah. That, the Eyes and the Tattoo is,
1: I just, I can't he, get into his. Just do me a favor and just listen to his album. Okay. Amazing music. Um, and then other albums from, Miguel actually had a really good album. I never really listened to his R&B Which album. Which one from? though? This is the... because uh, Kaleidoscope,
0: Kaleidoscope
1: Dreams. The one after that. What's, what's oh,
0: um, Wild Heart or something like that. I think it was Wild Heart. Let
1: me click into his name and look at his disco
0: Kaleidoscope Dreams, actually, I think I loved every single song on that album. Yeah. It was amazing. And I very rarely love every single song on an album.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he he's a very, very good artist. Yeah. What um, about in
1: the Afrobeat scene? Who are your, who are your people?
0: Wow, I don't really think I, think I have Boy's
1: album was phenomenal. I thought. Was, Do you know what? Incredible. I'm really gonna, good.
0: so guys, don't leave me.
1: Oh, shit. Here we go. There
0: we go. Ba, 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 ba.
1: I couldn't get with
0: Bernard's album. You couldn't get with it? Nah. Ooh, hot, take, everyone, hot take. Yeah, hot everyone take. was like, Bernard's album was sick. It's amazing. I couldn't, I couldn't get really? outside of what he
1: released. Outside of the singles,
0: outside of the singles, yeah, the singles
1: are the best songs. To be fair,
0: I couldn't get into the like. I think there's one song, maybe I think it is, wait, it's wait, is Halle Hallelujah? Is mm-hmm. that on his album?
1: I don't remember. I don't. The thing is, I don't even know. I don't even know if fight. that's even his
0: song. But I yeah. just I, that, that is it. I cannot remember outside mm. of like the songs that he's released. So yeah. on the low, um, killing them. Yeah. which I think is like his Anzatlan song. yay! Yeah. Um, obviously. Um, I can't think of any songs that I love from his album. Let
1: me ask you a semi-deep question that I've just thought about as we're having this Afrobeat conversation. Okay. Is do you think the kind of relationships that we as Africans or, or you know, black African, black British people, the people that consume Afrobeat, yeah. do you think those relationships are hampered by the fact that the emotions that are communicated in our Afrobeat music are so um superficial it's always oh girl i like you i want to be with you Mm. or i'll give you let me spend money on you you're the love of my life (laughs) like they don't really and you listen to like if you listen to a proper like i come from the boys to men era and those guys are talking about
0: real kind like deep emotions
1: like they're really going into that like do you think that that hampers our ability to
0: Really appreciate to, the music. To
1: feel on a deeper level because our music doesn't express the same depth of emotion?
0: So I think no. And the reason why I say this because I do think we have afro, African artists, I won't say afro BRs because they're not, yeah. who do emote. So two that come to mind immediately are um, Asa. I knew you were going to say that. Because I, again, but, I'm not. But, I'm, the, but I'm, the
1: average Nigerian does not listen to Asa.
0: The Average Nigerian should, because I mean, to be fair, I haven't listened, like I've listened to a few of her tracks. The one that I always yeah. come to, the one that will always get me is Jayla. Jayla mm-hmm. was her first full on single where she found like that commercial success.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But what she's talking about is the truth. And I feel like, to be fair, as much as the Average Nigerian won't listen to her, she Got a lot of attention And she still has that she, She's an international st- Yeah, artist, so. she. Yeah
1: she is She's more international Than I would say African or Nigerian artists
0: Do you think so? I, I think
1: She lives in France doesn't she?
0: Yeah but that doesn't mean She's not Maybe
1: a- look I, I- I'll, I'll be the first to put my hands up and say, I don't know enough about her. I've, I've, I, haven't, I haven't really consumed her music like no, that. No,
0: I think, I, I feel like she was, I think she had a more commercial appeal yeah. because she wasn't saying, Oh, I'm going to kiss her on Daddy Tree. Oh, you know, she wasn't coming. That was she fine. wasn't <laughs> Let's lay it down, let's, let's make a hit. <laughs> let's make yeah. a hit. But, um, you know so who um,
1: was the second artist? The
0: other one that comes in again, and interestingly enough, I heard him for the first time when I was watching um Skinny Girl in Transit, mm-hmm. Bad Boy Show, uh shout on Andy TV because they really mm-hmm. put us on with some wicked shows coming from the continent. Um yeah. but Tay, I think his name Tay Iwa. Um I, I mean I don't no listen to it yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like so Tay Iwa or the, en- the Engine. the yeah, yeah. Again, I haven't listened to his music, but yeah. I know he's very popular. But Tay, for example, he has a song called "I think it's called and Love." Right when this guy is talking, I'm not gonna lie to you. If I had a, if I was booed up, booed up, I <laughs> yeah. would be popping that song on because, yeah. like, he goes the emotion yeah. that he conveys in that song is fantastic. Like you, hey, know- but,
1: but, but that's what I mean. So that's exactly what I mean. Like those kind of, mu- that music is very much. Uh, in its own kind of what's the word Jean, uh, is his own in his own space. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it will never be the most commercially viable music. As opposed to, no. here you can have an Adele talking about "Hello, is it me okay. you searching for?" And <laughs> 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 wow,
0: Adele Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> what's
1: the next one? Like you know what I mean? Like like very very. Or I'm trying to think of. Give me a good song, a good popular song that talks about love or heartbreak. You know, on break my heart. Yeah, Tony Braxton. Miss T. Like you know, deep, deep emotion. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like
1: I don't know. It's I, just, it's just it's, I've ne- I just thought about it. I've never thought about it that much. It just came to my head. So maybe I don't know.
0: I feel like Nigerians or let's say Africans, we are capable of having that kind of music. It's just not currently beating your. I'm going to bend her over. I'm going to shake her bum bum. You know, she'll like a time bomb. She won't exploding. <laughs> so. <laughs> So no it's yo, true, you know what I mean? Like I love that song. It's yo, just it's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. it's you know, hey. Bomb overload it you know, it gets yeah. you in the mood when it needs to, but whether we as a continent, and whether Africans are ready to hear something a bit more deep, yeah, I don't know.
1: Or well, maybe it exists and we just don't know about it. Yeah. Let, let's just go with that because Let, I don't want people to come for me.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's not the, you
1: guys, it's me. It's, it's really me, me. It's me. It's a, really me.
0: No. I I think I think you're right to an extent. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's an interesting conversation and I and I definitely agree kind of in summary that it's not about the music, it's about how you absorb it and then I guess how you convey that in your own way. Yeah. Um that you shouldn't it's you know Music is music and music I feel can have a psychological influence on you if you listen to like I don't know if you listen to like certain music enough yeah, for sure. it will influence you For sure but you still are in control of your own mind so you should definitely be making the the right decisions I guess when it comes to your life but you know music can play a part of that 100%.
1: Any content you consume is going to impact you. Yeah,
0: exactly. Any content you soon. Um all right, so we have come to the end of the part or this episode. Booyaka. Booyaka. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go into the last part of the episode. Yeah. And this last part is essentially handing the floor over to you, Mr. B. So oh. um very much this is kind of your opportunity to pass on your words of wisdom, and I know you have a lot of words of wisdoms. Um, words, words of wisdom, ah,
1: ah she's she's ba-ba-ba.
0: see the remix she's of shellax. the English language, <laughs> <Shellax>. <laughs>
1: this is ah,
0: um, right? So, words of wisdom, what are your oh. words of wisdom, and it can be to you know, any words of wisdom. So it could be people who are single at the moment, people who, you know, maybe are dealing with stuff. Yeah. Like, what would you say to our society and our listeners today? Um, yeah, I mean, today?
1: It, the number one thing that I think I would say, and this is one thing that I, I've been working on implementing in my own life, is to tell the truth. And it seems very simple, but it's very hard. Mm. Um, or let me put it this way, tell the truth or at least don't lie. <laughs> yeah. I think... Because and that because the hardest thing to do is to is to tell the truth not only to other people but especially to yourself. We're constantly lying um, to ourselves. We're constantly trying to believe things that are not true. We're constantly trying not to deal with situations that we don't want to deal with. Yeah. Do the work. Be truthful to yourself. Assess where you really are. Assess what you really want. Assess what you need. Talk about what your insecurities are, your shortcomings are, where you feel vulnerable, and. Uh, inadequate um about and and then figure out the best way to make an improvement right and the first part to be able to do that is to be truthful to yourself so you know tell the truth or at least don't lie
0: i have nothing else to add to that i am booyaka, booyaka. Yeah. All right. <laughs> i have nothing to add to that i tell the truth it's hard it's fucking hard to excuse yeah. my language but really it's fucking hard to tell the truth sometimes because you don't want to hurt anyone but yeah. you need to tell the truth and, and like you said be true to yourself as well sometimes you realize things about yourselves you don't want to address but once you do yeah. you kind of build the bridge and then you go over it
1: 100 simple
0: um so before you go um would you like to share your socials and share a bit yes. about yes what yes you're
1: yes, doing? yes 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 so um you guys can find me at Hangups and Hangovers yes, on Instagram. Amazing podcast. Um, I'm on a hiatus right now but I'll be back shortly. boom. I, boom, 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 boom I, yeah, um have some I think I have some really really good, in fact I don't think I know I have some really good content coming yes. up. Um I really like this new space that uh, ST is recording our podcast in so maybe I might be co-opting Ooh, and renting this girl, space as well. Shout out um, to Afro
0: Studio. I um, sorry yeah. Afro Giant Studio. Yeah. Amazing studio. Um, amazing team as well so 100%. really really happy they have become my new home
1: yeah and on twitter you can find me at yaC music that's y-e-s-i music and uh, you know hit me up i'm semi-active on there but you know yeah i'm always looking for a good um meme or a good video to retweet or post <laughs> make myself happy um
0: so i will link all of um boop, boop, mr b's boop, boop, boop. handles in uh all of the various platforms that community pod is on um as always you can find me on uh, instagram and i still have to build my twitter but on instagram it is community pod um or you can follow me on my blog which is life out but community pod primarily if you want to find out a bit more about the uh each person that's been on the podcast and people that will come on to the podcast uh we have the dilemmas as well so we didn't get a chance to do the dilemmas again and i actually have a really juicy one so oh, yeah next time. next time definitely um but you can email um communitypod at gmail.com or you can um, go onto the link on Instagram and enter anonymously your dilemma via The Curious Cat. And that is it. Thank so, you so much for having me. Oh, thank you, so for, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Yes, it's been long, yes. It's
1: been long coming. Very, so.
0: very long coming. But um, thank you very much for uh, listening boop, 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 to boop, Community D-Pod. And we will catch you guys next time. Peace.